We're in the Maimaki Savoyu, Tavshin Yud Gimel, in Si'iv Dalit, on page Kuf Nun Beis. So the Maimah here, the Rebbe explained the Zoya that says that there's a Melech Le'elo, there's a king above, that the, then there's a Koyin that serves that king, and then there's a Melech Le'sata, there's a king below, and there's a Koyin that serves the king below. And the Rebbe explained that there are three darkest here. The Melech Le'elo refers to Adam Kadmon, which is before Atzilus. And then there's the separation between Atzilus and the beginning of, before Atzilus, that is, in the beginning of Atzilus, which is Chochmah. Chochmah Atzilus, that's the Kayin that serves Machshav Agduma. Then there's the Melech, which is Bina, in Atzilus. And the Kayin that serves is the Midis. And the third Pshat, the Melech Lusato, refers to Malchus Atzilus, which is the lower level of Malchus, that uh, the Ashpah from there comes into Eilam Zbiyah. And the Kayin that serves is Malach Mochol. Malach Mochol that brings and elevates the Neshamas on the Mizbeach that there is Lamaila. And the last point we learned yesterday is that between each one of these Eilamas, between before Atzilus and Atzilus, and from the Meichen of Atzilus into the Midas of Atzilus, then from Atzilus into Biyah, there's a Parsa. There's a, there's a curtain that separates. Without that curtain, you can't have not the elevation from below and not a Hamshacha from above. He elevates the neshamas? The the well, the Lashen that it actually says is the neshamas. So, uh, one second, one second. Well, he actually said before, Avedas neshamas. That's what it said before in Pech Kof Earlier in the Lashen of the Zayar, it says that he's makriv neshamas ha-tzadikim al gavi So the, the Zayar itself uses the Lashen neshamas ha-tzadikim. But I think that I was explaining that it means the Aveda of the neshamas of the tzadikim. Yeah. Okay, let's continue. So to explain what these curtains, what these separations are in each one of these levels, beginning with the separation that there is between what's above Atsilos and Atsilos. So it's known, the ten Sviris that are revealed and are defined in the world of Atsilos, where is their Shadish from? They come from the Esesphiris that are hidden, Gnuzais. And those Esesphiris Agnuzais is the revelation before Atsilos. So when we say that there has to be a separation between before Atsilos and Atsilos, what we're saying in essence is that in order to transition from Esesphiris Agnuzais to Esesphiris Agluyais, it can't develop directly. It can't come out with a development without a separation. There has to be a big symptom, a big separation between the Esesphiris Agnuzais and the Esesphiris Agluyais. To explain what is this concept, what is this existence of the Esesphiris Agnuzais, of the hidden Esesphiris. So the simple translation of these words, Esesphiris Agnuzais, it sounds like we're speaking about the same the same concept of Sphiris, like like Sphiris Agluyais. Elamai, it's hidden. It's a little bit more su- sublime, a little bit more subtle. It's not so expressed, not so defined. It's hidden in the sense that it's more in the source, but it's not the Pshat. As we'll see here, the Rebbe will explain Sphiris Agnuzais, the term Gnuzais. It's an interesting term that we're using because it really means that this is a level of Sphiris that are hidden to the, to the extent that they're like non-existent, like they, they don't have any entity of their own at all. And the Rebbe will explain this. So yesh beis mishalem. There are two mishalem to explain what the Esesphiris Agnuzis are. Moshal Aleph, one Moshal is, hu mikaiches ha-hiyulim ha I don't know how to translate this. Okay? 
from these kaiches of a person that are in their source, they're very deep in their potential form, but again, the word potential is not the translation. Hiyulim does not mean potential. Hiyulim ha'atzmi means the essence of the soul of the person. Ultimately, the source of all the kaiches of a person, where do they come from? It comes from the essence of the soul. It's expressions of the essence of the soul. So the essence of the soul, before there's any development of kaiches, even before it's in a potential form, it's hiyuli atzmi. The, the nefesh itself contains the energy for these kaiches in it. But it's, it's in a form of the essence. It's, it's part of the essence over here. It's not at all identified as a separate entity. I mean, I guess maybe we could use the mashal of the Altareb and Tanya to the light of the sun that comes out of the sun. When that light is inside the sun itself before it shines out, you can't distinguish between the sun itself and the light of the sun. It's, it, it, the sun itself is a big bright ball of fire and it's, it's just part of the sun itself. It's not, it's not, it's not, you can't separate. Same thing over here, we're talking about kaiches, but we're not talking about kaiches that are individual and a specific expression of the nefesh, but we're talking about the nefesh itself, the etzim of the nefesh. The etzim of the nefesh is a shleim as the gebiyeng. It's, it's a shalem, it's complete, it's whole, it has everything it needs, including these ten kaiches. So it's part of the essence of the nefesh itself before there's any existence of it, even in a potential state. Theoretically, yeah, okay, correct. So that's one, one point. The Rebbe will elaborate more on this Indian of Kaiches Yulimaatzmiim. Uh, not so much to explain what it is, but the Rebbe will elaborate more on it. We'll see. Then a Marshall base, there's another Marshall that's brought regarding the Asasphiris Agnuzai, Suminyan Hashem, that is compared to the existence of a name in a person. What's this, what's this Marshall of the Indian of a name? So the Rebbe will explain. Go back a second to the first Marshall. So in other places in Chesidus, this Maima here, we're learning, if you look into Ha'aris, it's based on a Maima from Ayim Beis, from the Rebbe Rashab. Okay, but there's another Maimer, a famous Maimer from the Rebbe Rashab in Samuch Vav, where he also talks about the Esosphiris Agnuzais, and there he gives the famous, famous marshal of the Tzur HaChalamish. When you have a Flintstone that could be soaking in water, under, under the water for years and years, but it, and then you take it out of the water, and then you, 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 with the friction on this Flintstone, it brings out the spark of fire that's inside of it. So there's a potential of fire that's inside of it, but that potential of fire is so concealed. What does it mean concealed? Concealed doesn't mean that it's hidden inside. If it was hidden inside, so then the water should take away that power of fire. I mean, it should, it, the water and fire don't go together. When do water and fire don't go together? When you have a developed metzius of water, and you have a metzius of fire that ha- each has their properties that are contradicting to each other, then the fact that it soaks in water should take away the kayach of fire. Elamai, the fire that exists inside of, the, of this flintstone, it's not a metzius. There's a flintstone that has a nature of producing the fire. So therefore it's there in a potential form, and even, even more, less than potential. It's not like there's, there's a... It's the Flintstone itself that has this kayach that through the friction it creates this fire. That's the marshal that, uh, another marshal that Rebbe Rasha brings. So similar regarding a nefesh of a person, this kayches hiyulim ho'atzmiyam. There's part of the essence of the nefesh, you have the source of these ten spheres. But first the Rebbe explains, what's this in you that it says that the Esosphiris Agnuzais is understood by the concept of a name. So the explanation for this is, like it always says regarding a name of a person, the point of the name is not for the person himself. He doesn't need a name for himself. He exists with a name, without a name. 
The whole purpose of a name is that a person is able to turn to others, to be able to communicate or connect to other people. The whole purpose of a name is that others should be able to relate and connect to you. That's the union of a name. So in other words, the name is, is an external, is, it relates to the external a- aspect of the person. Not the person himself. The person himself is beyond the name. And, and what this means, it says that this is not only regarding the essence of the soul, even the seichel and midas of a person is higher than the name. The name is completely external, even more external than a seichel and his midas. Seichel is my, my understanding, my feeling about something. That, that's a, a part of the essence of the person to some extent. Sometimes in Chassidus, when it speaks about the person himself, in contrast to a name, it says, the Mahusa Adam, what's the, what's the person? Who is he? His seichel and his midas. That's the Mahusa Adam. What's a name? A name is just a name. Reuven, Shimon, it's just a name for people to be able to communicate with him. For sure, Lagabi, the essence of the person, the name is extremely external. So now the Chiddush over here is that the same is also true. Regarding these ten Sviris that are hidden, that is the source of these Sviris that are Gnuzis by the Abishtim, these Sviris Agnuzis that exist and their source. And even in their potential form, or however you want to translate it, and most the most sublime form of these spheres, it's not it's not for the Ebrish to himself. It's not part of who he is, so to speak. The whole existence of these ten spheres that are gnuzois come into being for the expression that will then come and develop further into ishtalshlus versus the spheres agluyes. So in other words, the point the chiddush over here is that maybe by a person. The nefesh of a person, of a human being, is, is l'chadchila designed. They wish to create this nefesh, and the nefesh has these kaiches inside of it. And therefore, the nefesh, even before there is the particular kaiches, and then there's a kaiach that's maslabish in each individual aver, and it functions within each in, in its place. But even before that, the nefesh itself is created and is designed with these ten kaiches in it, <coughs> in their potential form. By the Eivish to there's no such a thing. The Eivish to himself is poshet betachlis apshitis. There is no ten spheres by the Eivishter himself. Where does this concept of ten spheres come from? The Eivishter decided that he wants to express himself, that he should be felt and experienced by the Zulas, by the world, by whatever it is, and therefore, for the expression to take place, it, it, it comes out through these ten spheres. The Eivishter decided that there should be an expression, and that expression should consist of ten, ten expressions, ten spheres. So that's the point that I was saying here. Even the deepest level of spheres that Chassidah speaks about, which is over here, we're speaking about the ten spheres of Odin Kadmain, or the Asasvirus Agnuzais. We had, we had, I had this question when I learned the Basilogani Maim, and I checked it up, and I forgot to answer right now again. Whether well, Asasvirus Agnuzais is before it's the first symptom or after the first symptom. Uh, anyone remember? I checked it up then. I think Asasvirus Agnuzais is actually even before the first symptom. So L'chaira was speaking about a level of Esosphiris in its deepest, highest place before there's any tzimtzum. But nevertheless, it's not there. It's, you can't say, that, oh, this is the Ebeshter La'atzmai. Esosphiris Agnuzis expresses the Ebeshter to himself. No, it doesn't. Esosphiris Agnuzis is, for the Ebeshter, it's only like a name. Totally external. This is the Ebeshter that decided that he wants to express himself to the world. However, there, on this level, where the Ebeshter decided this, it's still in a, in a very high point where it's, 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 it's in its potential state, where the Eivishter did not yet come out to actually be expressed. Yeah, so it is Gnuzais, and that's why we're comparing it to the Kaiches Yulema of a person, where in the Nefesh itself you have those uh, Kaiches. 
But look at the Abishta, it's all a name. It's all all Khitsainius. Let's continue. Rebbenah points out that <coughs> this marshal is not exactly precise. Om when we talk about a name as it relates to a person, there are different aspects to a name. Yeah, Taka says in Chesidus, as we just quoted here, that the point of a name is just for Chetzainius, it's just for Azulas to be able to communicate with you. But Omnam bin Yinashem, Negei Hashem, Gam The name of a person is relevant for the person himself. It does have a, a Tayelas for the person himself that carries this name. Why? So that brings a few things here. Sharei Oisius Hashem. The letters of a person's name, Hei Matzinoirois, these are the funnels, Shal Yodam Nimshachachayis. Which through these na- through these funnels, which is the letters of the name, it brings down the chayes for his for himself for his of his neshama. Right, so the the Isis, Isis in Chassidus it says is, is uh, the translation of the word Isis is also like the lashon it says in the pasuk Asa Baiker, morning has come. It means to come to bring to draw down. So the Isis brings down the chayes of your name. Another aspect of a name that's even lower than this. The name is what brings the connection of the soul and the body. Right, so the first concept is drawing down the, uh, the chayas of the nefesh from the source lamailo. To bring it down to the person. And then over here the next point is now to connect that neshama to the guf of the person here below in the world. So that's so our name is what accomplishes this. This is one of the famous things that it says when he gave to Adam Erishin. The Chochma of Adam Erishin was expressed by the fact that he gave names. If a name is a random thing, so what's the big Chochma? You can choose any name you want. Elamai, because he had a Chochma to see what the Shadish of these animals and whatever beings he gave names to, Lamaila, and he drew down that energy from the source and he brought it into the, into the world, into these behemoths and whatever it is, into this world. That's a name. So again, then if, if so, the name is not just in uh, for someone else to communicate with you, but a name is also relevant for the person himself. Mm-hmm. So this is not true by the Ebishter. The ten Sviris that are hidden by the Ebishter himself. The fact that they exist there is only for the purpose that the Ebishter decided that he wants there to be a Seder Shtalshalos, which will consist of ten Sviris, and that's the source of the ten different Kaiches that exist in every Eilam, including in our Eilam here below. So now because of this, yes, Gamma Moshal, because the first Moshal is not 100% Meduyek, so we have the other Moshal. From these very deep kaiches that exist inside the nefesh, she'enam b'metzias legamri, that really don't exist at all. They're really not a metzias over there at all. Haino meaning she'enam b'hametzias the kaiches agluyim. They don't at all exist the way those kaiches exist in the kaiches agluyim, and the revealed and defined kaiches that there are in a person. When a person, the nefesh, has the defined kaiches, there's a kaiach chesed, kaiach gvura, each defined kaiach that comes out in its own place. When the kaiches yulim ha'atzmiyim, they're not a metzius at all. That's the chiddush. The rabbi uses the lashon she'enam b'metzius legamri. Okay, let me just stop for one second and say that as far as the pshat over here in the Maimer, how the second marshal explains the point that's missing in the first marshal, I'm not 100% sure. The rabbi just said that the marshal of a name is not meduyik for the Indian of Esesvirus Agnuzais, because Esesvirus Agnuzais by the Eivishter is, is not like a name which is relevant for the person himself. Mashenkin by the Eivishter, Esesvirus Agnuzais is not in any way relevant for him himself. It's totally for the Zulas. Nothing to do with the Eivishter himself. 
Okay, so then, so then the Rebbe says, and therefore we have the second marshal. <coughs> Sorry, what's the point? <coughs> what's the point of the second marshal to explain that the Esosphirus Agnusos are not b'metzias legamri? They don't exist at all. They don't even exist on the level of the Kaychas HaNelamim. So I'm not sure how this, how, how the, the connection here of the Indian. I have to have look at this again. I'm not, I'm not 100% sure what, what the, how this adds to the point that the Rebbe is saying regarding the previous Moshul. The point that the Rebbe is saying here, to the Moshul of the Kaychas HaYulim HaAtzmim is, very Bekitzer, that there are three levels in the Kaychas of a person. There's the Kaychas HaGluyim. So what, for example, would be the Kaychis Agluyim? Those Kaychis, once they come down, every Kaych relates to a particular Ever. It's Maslavish in a certain Ever, and therefore it's Begilui. It's revealed and expressed through this limb to, to function and so on. That's one Indian of the Kaychis. That's the Darga of the Kaychis Agluyim. The Amis is, it could even be before the Kaychis Mamish Maslavish in the Ever. It's, it's, there's already a certain aspect of Gilui, of this Kaych. Then there's the Kaychas HaNelamim. The Kaychas HaNelamim is, sometimes a person has the power to do things that are beyond what he could imagine he can do. There's the Moshul that Chassidus brings, I'm not sure if that Moshul is Mechuvan to this level, but there's the famous Moshul that Chassidus brings, that if a person is, 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 feels his life is in danger, Moshul, you're in a place, you're in a room, and there's a fire, you'll be able to squeeze yourself out of there through a little crack or whatever it is, if you never imagined you could do it to save your life. And then if you'll try afterwards to go through the same space, you'll see that it's physically impossible for you to go there. What happened? Is it possible or is it not possible? The answer is there are certain things that we imagine in our mind that are not possible. And according to the level of the kaychis agluyim, the conscious kaychis of a person, it's taki impossible. It's true. It's impossible. But there are deeper subconscious kaychis of a person that are there that make things impossible possible. That's kaychis an elamim. The, the kayach, every, like I said before, the basis of everything we're learning over here in this Indian is that every kayach, in the end of the day, comes from the nefesh. So when you separate the kayach from the source, from the nefesh, so each kayach is limited. That emphasizes the limitation of the kayach. What, what it is, what it's not, it's defined. But the, the closer the kayach is to the nefesh, you, the more you realize that the kayach is not defined for what it is once it's outside of the source. The kayach is really just an expression of the nefesh itself. And the nefesh itself, what is it? It's endless, it's limitless life. It's infinite life. That's what the nefesh itself is. It's, it's a ruchnis, it's a lakos. So therefore, the, the higher you go in the kayachis, and the more concealed, the co closer it is to the nefesh, the more you realize that there's powers that are hidden inside of a person, that consciously he may not even realize he has this. Well, the Moshal is another thing that Chassidah says, again, I'm not sure if this is mechuvin to what it's speaking about here, but just to, to express the concept, that a person that has a certain teva, and he's, he's sort of limited and, and feels stuck in this teva, but if there's going to be a certain simcha, the Moshal that Chassidah brings, if a person is zeicha to marry your, he's marrying off an only son at an older age, you'll see this person in such a time of simcha, He'll be in a level of simcha, you'll see him do things that he never thought that he can see himself out of those limitations in his personality. Right? So that shows you that he really has those kaychas inside of him. LMI usually in a regular day, when he's functioning begilui with his conscious being, he's not able to express that part of himself. But there's deeper kaychas and alamim that in certain matzavim, they come out, they, they express it in a person. Oh, one second. So that's the Kaychis HaNelamim. But that's still not the Kaychis HiYulim HaAtzmim. Kaychis HiYulim HaAtzmim is basically the very essence of the soul itself. 
it's, it's even deeper than Kaychas and Alamim. It's the essence of the soul itself that contains all these Kaychas. And as we see, that when you want to inspire and awaken in a person to reveal the potential Kaychas that he has, when a person is found in a, in a kind of a mood, he has absolutely no connection, no iris, no inspiration for these kind of kaiches. He's completely not there at all. He's not present at all in this. You see a person that for whatever reason he's completely down, depressed, and he's, he's no, no mood, no, no, no feeling for nothing. So what do you do? How do you change a person's mood? How do you get him going? How do you move him out of his uh, place that he's in? You have to lift him up by praising him, by, by complimenting him, by boosting him. Tell him that he's a chacham. The Amos says he is. It's there. It's inside of him somewhere. So you have to reveal it. You have to tell him, no, you really you are a chacham. And praise him with this. Or, or chazdan. Or that you're, you really you are kind and generous. Whatever, whatever uh, power, whatever uh, Indian you want to awaken within him, in him. So you have to talk to him about it. And, and draw it out from him. Praise him. By praising him, so this draws out this kayach in the person. Where does this come from? So when, when we talk about praising a person with this kayach, sorry, the fact that you're able to pull a person out of a, a mood and a state where he didn't feel like he's, he doesn't have any connection to this kind of a mood now or to this potential, to this uh, talent at all. And you, you brought out this kind of talent in him. How, how are you able to do this? You're drawing. Where are you taking it from? You're taking it from the Kaychis Yulim Atzmim. If you're going to praise a piece of wood that it's smart and that it's generous, it's not going to bring out from the piece of wood that, that, that wisdom or generosity. It doesn't have it even in a potential form. The fact that we see that there's such a concept that you could praise a person and the praise draws out from him Kaychis that he didn't think himself he had must be that it's there. He has it. It's in a potential form. You just have to praise it. You have to be ma'ayra to bring it out from the person. Okay, but here one second. The, the Chiddush over here that the Rebbe is saying is, just to clarify the Pshat, that uh, when the Rebbe says, we're not speaking about there are some times that a person feels like he doesn't have the mood to, to be able to use his brain. He can't think straight or he's, he's in a bad mood and he doesn't feel good about himself and so on. But, but sometimes a person, even on his own, is able to work with himself to reveal deeper subconscious kaychas that he has to be able to get himself going. That's the kaychas an elamim. Here the Rebbe says, we're speaking about a person that on his own, he can't get himself out of the place that he's stuck in. Er halt legamri by Legamri, er halt nit legamri by He himself is, cannot, not with the kaychas agluyim and not even with the kaychas an elamim. Here you're going to need somebody else to come along and to praise you and to draw out those kaychas from you and they come from an even deeper place than the kaychas an elamim. It comes from the kaychas yulim ha'atzmiyim. When another person praises you, what happens is it touches the core of the person himself. When you see that there's another person that recognizes this good me, it touches a person very deeply. As I say, that's the nature of a person. Right? So therefore, it draws out these kaychas in a person. That's the concept of complimenting and praising a person for the kaychas that he has. <coughs> Okay. Here's one just the example when it speaks about that a blind parents can give birth to a seeing child. Yeah. Which which is that is that from the Lakh Amnai the Khaira Sakhis Yulama Atsmiya. Khaira. Yeah. 
that's his concept because blind parents and even a, even in a an oifanelam the kaya by them is not not there at all chayra again the, um, the, these two things it's just, you have to know always what the chayra yeah okay in the middle of Indian we'll continue tomorrow Mitzvah Shem.